Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. There is a new book of essays by Zora Neale Hurston out, and my next guest is one of uh, who co-edited alongside our good friend, Dr. Henry Louis Gates, Jr., and let me welcome uh, Professor Genevieve West to the Madison Show, Professor of English and Chair of the Department of English, Speech, Foreign Language at Texas Women's University. Thank you for being on. And uh, Dr. Dr. Gates speaks so highly of you um, that um, he said you got to get Dr. West on to talk about this this new book, You Don't Know Us Negroes. Um, you know, um, I'm at, a, at an age and, and grew up as an adolescent and adult uh, knowing a, a lot about uh, Zora Neale Hurston. It was it was talked about in when we were in college. We may not have been assigned her work, at least not the college I went to, the university I went to. But when 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 you know, in between playing bid with Doctor West, we talked about you got to read her books. You got to read her essay. For people who aren't familiar with Zora Neale Hurston, what? Talk about the significance to 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 our our society that she contributed. Wow, that's that's a big question. Um, if you don't know Zora, I guess the place to start is just to say that, like between 1920 and 1960, she was the most prolific black woman writer in America. And to stop and think for a minute about the culture and the racism and the sexism that Hurston would have encountered um, as a female writer at a time where women were expected to get married and be homemakers instead of have careers as anthropologists or ethnographers or writers, playwrights. Um, and Hurston did all of that. She wrote poems and short stories and essays and novels and ethnographies. Um, if there's a genre, she probably wrote in it. Um, and she was a very prolific essayist. And so this volume that we've just brought out, Professor Gates and I, is the first comprehensive collection of Hurston's essays. It covers almost uh, 35 years of her life and her work. Wow. How, how how was it how was it to collect all of this? Where did you have to go? Was it in one location? Was it spread out? It's it's very much spread out, and I think that that's one of the things that makes the collection really important. Is that a lot of these things were published in small periodicals, so newspapers or magazines from the period. Um, they're hard to get. And then there are seven things here, seven essays that have never been published before. And so those things were in archives around the country. And so, it, yeah, it's a lot of poking around and um, spooling microfilm and talking to librarians <laughs> and just trying mm -hmm. to track down bits and pieces that other people had mentioned or that show up here or there but have never actually been published. And and Zora Neale Hurston's writings, um, 
the the see when 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 I was a student and we would d- discuss and and read her writings, uh, it was always in in relationship to the Harlem Renaissance. She was one of the the, the a key component of the Harlem Renaissance. But uh, but she uh, was she the only uh, a, a woman writer at that time. She's probably today the best known writer. Known the best known, yeah. Renaissance, but there absolutely right. are others. Um, yeah, uh, Jesse Fawcett is another really good one um, to look at, and Nella Larson. Um, Hurston, Larson, and Fawcett are probably the three big ones. Dorothy West also comes to mind. Oh, yes, Dorothy um, West. They're right. all authors that. Mm-hmm, they're yeah. all authors that you should be able to find at your um, local bookstore. Um, and, and let me remind everybody: our our guest is the co-editor, along with alongside Henry Louis Gates uh, Jr. Uh, the the uh, the book is "You Don't Know Us Negroes." Now that's an interesting title. Where did that come from? <laughs> um, it's actually the title of one of the essays that was never published. Um, it was an essay that Hurston wrote for um, American Mercury, which was the publication of H.L. Mencken, you know, the famous satirist with the yeah. sharp tongue. Yeah. And um, she she wrote the essay for that periodical, and you know, for reasons we don't understand, it never made it into to print. It was set in type. And written across the top of the the typeset essay is kill, underlined twice. Mm -hmm. And we don't know why they killed it and why it didn't make it to press. Um, But it's really Hurston talking about, um, well, she uses this comparison uh, between margarine and butter. Um, and if you're like me and you grew up on margarine, the first time you taste butter, it's like, oh, that's that's different. <laughs> like they look the same, but they are not the same. Not the same, um, right? And so that's yeah, that's that's her metaphor in this essay. Yeah. Um, you know, and Negro was the term oh, yeah, for sure. um, black folks, African American folks at the time, and it's really her talking about art and essays and fiction in particular, that a lot of the fiction that was being published by black and white writers both um, didn't really depict authentic African-American life. And and that's the the gist of the essay. Yeah, Was she respected uh, by the likes of other male uh, Renaissance writers, and and what comes to mind is like Langston Hughes. Did they have a a a, a, mm-hmm. a, a respectable relationship as as uh, as writers? They actually did. Um, Zora and Langston were good friends until they had a falling out over a collaboration um, that really damaged their relationship. But they remained cordial over the years. Um, Richard Wright, uh, who would really kind of emerge after Hurston and Langston Hughes had established themselves, he was not a fan of Hurston. Um, And he actually said that their eyes were watching God with minstrelsy. Mm, Okay. Um, There seems to have been, 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to imagine this this novel that you know Alice Walker has said there's no book more important to her than their eyes were watching God, and you know it's a highly canonical text. It's taught in high schools and colleges, in courses devoted to American literature and women's literature and African American literature and the novel. It's this really groundbreaking work of fiction, mm. but right described it as minstrelsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've suggested that I don't think you read it very carefully, honestly, because when you read his book review of it, there there are factual errors in it. Oh, um, okay. But they just had very different experiences and perceptions of the South. Yeah, and, um, and, you know, and that may have been, yeah, Florida. I was going to say, perspectives are based on our experiences, isn't it? And so uh, you just yeah. and so you don't see eye to eye and and by the way, my God, this, I, I every day for four hours a day I have to deal with that because <laughs> when I take callers, uh, uh, it, it, it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just yes. human yes. it's just human nature. So here's here's the, the the other question, and that is let's fast forward to um, where we are in here in March on twenty twenty two. Um, this, uh, let me, what would young, what do you want young people to get out of, of this generation of, of readers to get out of this collection of, uh, of, of writings? I, I think I want them to, to understand and respect the complexity of her ideas and her experiences. Um, you know, Hurston has, like, she's reified as this cultural icon. You can buy Zora Neale Hurston finger puppets and T-shirts and jewelry, and she had her own postage stamp. So there's this cultural icon of Hurston. And when you read the collection, you, you can see why she was such a groundbreaking author. Um, but she was also human, and people are complicated. Um, we have those differences of opinion. Our opinions change over time as our life experiences evolve. And so I hope that people will find in the volume a rich, complicated, intelligent, gifted human being who broke ground for a whole other generation of women writers. And I have one other question, and that is someone, one of the, my producers wrote this one, and I, I, I think I, I haven't, I don't want to repeat myself, but it's a good question. What did Zora Neale Hurston say 100 years ago that still, that still applies today? Mm. Um, she wrote a lot about people's biases and prejudices, and we are still wrestling with those things today. Okay. We are still dealing with, yeah, the legacy of, of American history and, and the enslavement of, of people of African descent. And she, she's wrestling with all of that. It's absolutely still relevant today. It's still relevant today. Uh, finally, 
How was it to work? How was it to? How was it to? It's a softball question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, how was it to work with Henry Louis Gates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's fabulous. You know, he just he's so knowledgeable, and he brings to bear this enormous scope of knowledge and experience across art and history and geography and culture, and he brings all that to bear in his work. Um, and it's just been fabulous to work with him. He's, he's a great collaborator. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.